Guess what, everyone? It's season two. Thank you so much for being part of the Spillet journey with me and tuning in to the Spillet podcast. Spillet is a show where I get to speak to inspirational people and share inspirational stories to connect people together, inspire people, and everybody should be learning something new. Spillet is filmed live every Wednesday at 7pm over on Facebook, YouTube and Twitch. Viewers are able to be part of the conversation by joining in and leaving comments as part of the live streams. For more information on Spillet, to find the links for the live shows, find upcoming episodes and guests to be part of the show, or to support me by joining the official Spillet Patreon or get yourself some merch, head over to the Spillet website at www.spillit.uk. Hi, it's me, it's Marcus. We're back. It is Spill It Live here right now over on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Hello, you lovely people. Thank you so much for tuning in and to this little show that I like to call Spill It. Spill It is a show where I get to speak to inspirational people and share inspirational stories to connect people together, inspire others, and help people learn something new and today is no different because this is episode 54 rise of the phoenix and julie polston will be joining us at 7 10 p.m so make sure that you stay tuned and make sure that you're asking plenty of questions for tonight because this is this is going to be an epic episode i absolutely love julie's energy as well i spoke to julie many months ago when we was sorting out all the guests for season two and Julie just stood out because of her energy, her bubbliness and her, I don't care. And I'm going to say what's on my mind and this is it. And I was like, yes, this is the very strong independent woman that I want on this show. And there you go. So she will be joining us at 7, 10 PM. And I can't wait for her to share her story with you all today. Oh, <laughs> If you haven't checked out our other episodes yet, make sure that you do. All you have to do is head over to the Spill it website at www.spillit.uk where you'll be able to see all of the episodes in action and also stream them on your favorite podcast streaming service like Google, Apple, and Spotify. Or you can head over to the Facebook hub, the YouTube channel, and also the Spill, uh, the Twitch, sorry, the Twitch website where you'll be able to stream see all of the live streams and get interacting and leave us comments and all of that lot so there you go you can do that you can do that completely free of charge (laughs) don't forget to like share and comment when you like it it means that the algorithms go oh this is a post that we need to push up to other people let's do that so that's why we ask for liking if you share it it means that other people who may not necessarily know who spill it is but they are on your friends list it means that they get to see it and potentially become little teacups themselves. Or if you do a comment, it means that I get to do lovely things like this, where Samantha has joined and she says, hi, lovely, hope you're well. I am very well indeed. Thank you so much, Samantha. So yeah, if you comment, it means that we get to interact with them. And this episode is going to be so cool. So you need to interact with this episode. We need to see those hellos. We need to see those questions. We need to see those comments. We need to see it all. So make sure that you are commenting throughout. We like comments. Comments are good. 
<laughs> okay, let's move on. We're going to have some announcements. I've actually got four announcements for you this week. It's lords. We never really do like this many announcements, but there's a lot of things to talk about. So here's, we're going to, there's four different announcements and two of which are not so great, but then we're going to end with the two that are really, really good. Do you know? Because that's how we do it. We don't want to do like a sandwich thing where we go good, bad, good, because there's four. We want to get the, we want to get the shit out of the way. And then we do the more positive stuff. So here is your first announcement. On Sunday, England was in the Euro 2020 final with Italy, as we all know, and it wasn't great. We lost in the final, which, you know what? We were, it's the first time that we've been in the final for 55 years. So to be in the final was absolutely amazing. And guys, by the way, I got into football. What? <laughs> Who saw that coming? I got into football. I'm like really considering actually watching it and maybe perhaps supporting a team. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I probably won't. It'd be too much effort for me. I think I do too much. <laughs> but um, what's followed on from that is a lot of different negativity that's come around because of people um, or specifically the, some of the players because they are people of colour and they missed their penalty shots because it went down to penalties against Italy. And a lot of different racist comments have come from that. And it's it's not acceptable. It's not acceptable whatsoever. And a lot of people have gone, well, um, you know, think of all these things that these other these players have done for us in our country and all that. So I put a post up before about Mar uh, Marcus Rashford, um, who, so he has done a lot of work with regards to getting uh, children fed, especially during the pandemic, making sure that they've got free school meals and things like that. Uh, so he did a lot of work and a lot of people going, oh, look at all of this work that Marcus Rashford has done. And we shouldn't be giving him racist comments because of this and because of uh, because of all of the work that he's done. No, no, that's not what we do. We do not need superheroes to not have racist comments. It's as simple as that. We do not do that. We don't need to justify and go, oh, but he's he's done all of this. So therefore, he shouldn't have all of these negative comments. No. He's a human being. We treat him like a human being. It's as simple as that. doesn't matter what he's done. There's, there's no excuse for racism. Simple as that. So there you go. That's my first thing. Thank you, Lord, guys, because obviously I know that none of you guys are uh, racists. <laughs> so I know that you guys are fabulous and you guys are always doing what you can to support the community, etc. And I just wanted to kind of vent that because it's just been something that's been on my mind. Uh, there is no excuse for racism. We don't need to justify it. We don't need to say but this person has done this, 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 which is why they shouldn't have racist comments. There shouldn't be racist comments whatsoever. doesn't matter if they're a normal human being or they're just your everyday person that's just gone to the shop one day or whatever. Um, this is, it's not who we're, it's not what we're about. So yeah, there you go. Check yourself. <laughs> uh, the next, uh, the next announcement that I have for you is the national diversity Awards. So I put out a post on my personal um, profiles earlier and over on Instagram so over the last few months, I was talking to you guys about that I was put up for a national award for the positive role model of 2021, supported by ITV. And it was against all of these people in the country and all of that lot. And uh, I got my results through today um, to see if I was going to be part of the finalists. Uh, and unfortunately, I was not put forward to be a finalist, which to be fair, has like really bummed me out today. 
and I won't lie, it has really bummed me out today. Um, but I just wanted to say a massive thank you to absolutely every single person who voted for me, who put so so many nice words and nominated me um, to the individual who nominated me in the first place. I honestly just to even be considered for that award, I was up against with like some actual celebrities out there and everything. And to actually be considered for that award was absolutely mind blowing. Um, and I'm very, very grateful. And I just wanted to say thank you so much to absolutely every single person who voted for me. Though I may not have been like been part of the finalists, I can walk away and think, you know what? I have done so much and I've got so much support from you guys. So thank you so much for absolutely everything that you do. Stephen Wilson, uh, you're a winner in our eyes. You've got my vote, buddy. Thank you so much, Stephen. I really appreciate that. Okay, moving on. We've got two more announcements very, very quickly. We uh, So on Sunday, I did something called Total Warrior 2021, which is basically a 12-kilometer run uh, filled with 22 different obstacles as well. My legs are dead. <laughs> I did zero training, but I did it. We smashed it. It was absolutely epic. Um, and I just want to give a massive shout-out to Kyle Evans, who he did. He completed two laps of it, like, like just running it and he's an absolute machine so i just want to give a massive shout out to him and a massive well done because if, without him i would never have even considered doing that uh, he was basically my motivation to go you know what you need to book up your ideas and you need to get out there so a massive thank you to kyle who was really my motivation for that so thank you so much kyle i appreciate you and lastly for your last announcement before we bring out julie your last announcement is on monday we're free it's freedom day on monday oh my life it's been the longest 16 months of our lives being in lockdown for 16 months essentially uh, and we are free on monday so coming monday we'll be free it's our class is our freedom day and i'm really looking forward to it please drop a comment and let me know how you'll be spending freedom day Will you be like whisking off on holiday? Will you be meeting up with friends that you've not been able to see for absolutely ages? What are you going to be doing over Freedom Day or throughout next week or beyond? Like what, what is it that you're looking forward to? Myself, I'm looking forward to getting absolutely trolled in the middle of a dance floor. That's what I'm really looking forward to because I need it. <laughs> but what are you looking forward to? Drop me a comment and let me know. Oh, I can't wait. I genuinely cannot wait. Okay. Enough talking for me. Four announcements. That was too many for me to handle. <laughs> it is that time. We're at 10 past seven. My lovely guest is waiting patiently in the green room with a smile on her face because she knows it's time. Please, can we give a massive round of applause? Can I have your favorite emojis? Because she has got the energy to keep you interacting all the way through this. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait. She's a legend. I love her. Right. Here she is. It is the lady of the hour. It is Julie Polston. Hello, <laughs> Julie. Well, with that introduction, good. I'm like looking around going, who's he talking about? <laughs> Just, <laughs> around here someplace. <laughs> How are you? Oh, my gosh. Like I told you earlier, I'm so excited for this. I've been waiting for this. I'm like, is it time? Is it time? And I kept checking my calendar. I'm like, okay, I have nothing on this day, nothing. And then a friend of mine is like, don't forget, I'm getting married on the 14th. And I was like, 
Oops. Oh God, what time? What time? And it's fine. It's later on the evening. She's fine. She's fine. Everything's just fine. Oh, good, good. <laughs> so you'll be rushing off to get ready after this then. <laughs> yeah, I got I got a couple hours. We're good. We're good. Good, good, good. Well, it's so nice to see you. It's been such a while, hasn't it? Because we sport back in April. Yeah. It's it and... seems like a, it seems like such a long time ago. Because mm. I was thinking about all this stuff that we talked about and I thought, you know what? There's been so much that is changed in my life and and i'm like yeah it's it's awesome though i'm super well, excited i cannot wait to get into it all but first are you ready to play a game <laughs> and seeing i forgot about this so i'm a little nervous <laughs> don't worry it's nothing to be nervous about but ladies and gentlemen it is the five second rule That's right, it is the Falcon Rule. This is a game that I play with all of my guests. It's just a nice little icebreaker, just something to make people feel a little bit welcome, um, a little bit of funny questions happening. Basically, all I have to do is that I will name, I will ask you to name three somethings, and you've got five seconds to name those three somethings. Okay, it's as simple as that. So you got, you got to think quick on your feet. It's just say the first thing that comes to the top of your head, and we're not a family-friendly show, so if something slips out that's not supposed to, then it's perfectly bad. Well, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I will ask you three questions, okay? So it'll be like, name three somethings, and you've okay. got five seconds to name those three somethings. Are you ready to play? Oh, God, I feel like I'm on Ellen. Yes, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question number one. Name three TV quiz hosts. Uh, Pat Sajak. Uh, oh, crap. Shit! <laughs> I suck at this. So Pat Sajak and what's the? Oh my god! I'm done. <laughs> I'm just gonna go now. I'll just go to the left now. You got one. So well done. One out oh, of three okay. so far. <laughs> Name three Smurfs. Oh shit! All I can think of is the dopey smiley and and yeah no. <laughs> Are you too old for this shit, Marcus? These are the seven questions for my kids. I'm too old for this Smurf shit. I'm 54. I didn't have Smurfs when I grew up. (laughs) You're naming the seven dwarfs there. Dopey, sneezy. Dopey, grumpy, sneezy. I got those. I'm like, that's my generation. Grief. (laughs) Okay, I'll make this last one very, very easy for you. Okay. okay. Name three things you do when no one is looking. Dance, eat, and dance. Okay. <laughs> dance, eat, dance. Maybe dance and eat at the same time, or maybe not actually. It's probably not Yeah, usually usually it's a, it, the third one is usually a combination, because like I dance and then I eat and then I'm having so much fun. I actually have a little food dance. I'm like, ooh, this is so yummy. <laughs> yeah. There yeah. you go. And, and that was the five second rule. It's not so bad, is it? Okay, well, no. <laughs> I mean, we've we've understood that you have no idea what the Smurfs are. No, I just know they're blue. That's they're all blue. I know. That's it. Yeah. I mean, there's. Uh, I'm, try- I'm trying to think. The, I think there's Doc. Oh no, he's he's um he's a he's a sweat seven dwarf as well, isn't he? Guys, oh, so the comment. You don't even know the three. There's. I know that there's the the girl one. <laughs> I don't know any of the names. Uh, guys in the comments, if you can name three Smurfs, please oh let God. me know. The first person in the comments to name three of the Smurfs, uh, I will get a 
brand new spill it beanie over to you so yes the first person to name three smurfs in the comments i will send over a spill it beanie for you that's phenomenal <laughs> awesome right okay are you ready because i'm ready to get into this because we've got so much stuff to talk about haven't we right well i've got my very first question for you which is who is julie polster so uh i'm a mom I am an entrepreneur, not by choice, but by chance. I call it divine intervention. Uh, I am a friend. I am a supporter. I am in power. I like to motivate, educate, and inspire. So that's one of the things that drew me to you is use your tags. It's, it's who I am. I If I can change one person's life, then it's all worth it. Yeah, definitely. And that's, that's where this all came from. It was the fact that I wanted to have an influence on somebody else's life, like a positive influence on somebody else's life where they could educate themselves on something new and just feel like, you know what, actually I've learned something and it's made me want to think in a different type of way. And that's, we connected uh, because of that reason, you're right. And yeah, that's, I think that's why we have such a strong connection as well. Cause yeah. our values are very, very similar, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Um, but who was you? Who, who was Julie Polston? A train wreck. Um, <laughs> like literally, if you were to look up the definition of shit show, my picture would be front and center. Like this is a train wreck. Um, I have 31, almost 31 years of sobriety. So with that comes the big whole backstory. Uh, I have had to, there's a reason why there's this big ass bird behind me. Uh, because I've had to rise and I've gone through the ashes multiple times in my life. So in the past, I've been homeless. Um, I have been a single mom. I, you know, it's just the amount of things that I've gone through in my life are like, there's not enough time in the day for me to talk about it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so what was, what was something that happened in your life, for example, that made you think, because obviously you said that you've been, you've been through the ashes. Um, so, and we all go through those really tough times. What happened, what, what happened for you to want to change and, and to get out the other side of that? Obviously one step after another. So I, I myself, for example, I went through a lot of different things and I always try, like, I just kind of let it happen. I was just like, oh, well, here's another day. <laughs> what can you do? <laughs> Um, but then it was only until something clicked in my head where I thought, actually, there's something more that I can do here. Um, what was your turning point? So it actually, it's funny that we're doing this today. Um, last year, when COVID hit, so like, and I know it's a little bit different over in England than it was mm -hmm. here. You guys, you guys locked the f down, and yeah. we we did to a certain extent. But I live in Florida, and we're like screw it, let's just go. But when COVID hit, I was an educator for a Fortune 500 company. I was responsible for educating stylists and doing all of that. Well, I got put in my house, which is not a good thing for me. I battled depression my whole entire life. And so when I got locked in the house, my communication went to shit. I just the demons just kept coming up every single day, like, hey, we're here to party. And I'm going, no please not today please not today thanks i'll take a pass but they just kept coming up and just kept coming up and and so there was one day where i just really just had a really crappy day and a friend of mine's like hey you want to go out on our boat i was like yes 
And this started the trifecta of what I call the trifecta of unfortunate events. July 11th, we went out on the boat and I broke my wrist in three places. At that point in time, we had just been released to go back in the salon and start doing hair again. So I would teach, that part was out, we couldn't do any in-person teaching, but I finally had the green light to go into the salon and start doing hair again. And I was just like, ah, oh, sweet baby Jesus, get me, get me out of this house and get me around other human beings. Well, I broke my wrist. Can't do hair when you have a broken wrist. Um, so that was July 11th. August 27th, I was politely invited not to work for the company that I was working for. So in other words, it was kind of like a DT, you're fired. <laughs> and in the moment was absolute panic because I, my whole identity was this company. Like I bled the, color, the colors of the company. I traveled all over the country for them. I packed up and moved away from my kids all the way across the country. And then I moved down to where I'm at now. And so everything I was, was wrapped up in this identity of, if you would have asked me who is Julie Paulston, I would have told you I'm an educator for this company and this is what I do. And it would have been everything about what I did, not who I am. Mm -hmm. And so in that moment, when I got fired, I was embarrassed, I was humiliated, I was panicked because I'm like, I don't save money. So there's that. And so I was like, okay, now I'm, now I'm really panicking. And I knew that I was getting like calls from the universe. I call it Gus, God, universe, spirit. I was kind of getting those calls, but I was throwing him this spiritual voicemail saying, you know, I'm just going to answer that later. I've got a really cushy job. I don't want to give that up right now. Well, I didn't answer. So the universe is like, well, listen, she's just not answering us. So let's just cue the trifecta, which was Hurricane Sally. And Hurricane Sally came in. I've never been in a hurricane before. Um, I woke up at about 1230 in the morning and I heard something. And so I got out of bed and my feet hit water in my house. Wow. And if you've never had that happen, there is a moment that your life flashes before your eyes and you go, I don't, I don't know what to do. And I didn't know what to do. I'd never been in a hurricane before. I never lived in a place that there were hurricanes. And everybody was like, oh, Sally, it's just a category one. It's no big deal. No, it was a big deal. And by, I had to evacuate my house. So I just grabbed my dog. I got out of the house. When we came back the other, the next day, all I was able to grab was my suitcase. I threw just basic shit in my suitcase. I put my grandfather's, my great grandfather made a desk for me. I put it on top of the kitchen table. I put the magazine rack that he made on top of the kitchen table. And my mom made me this hook latch rug before I was born. I tossed that on top of my bed. Those are the three things that I had when the waters receded wow. because I had three and a half feet of water in my house. And that is, that is mental. Um, I, I, I mean, the thing is uh, over in the UK, we don't have like hurricanes. I mean, the, we were, we were, we saw a tornado, but it was like in the sky, didn't even touch. Like, and that was only like a couple of weeks back, but it was like very high up in the sky. It wasn't, was nowhere near touching uh, where we are as well. We don't really suffer with earthquakes either. And I think like the worst thing for us was like, we had an earthquake once and it wasn't even like a bad one. It was just like, I, I remember sitting in bed and then the, the earthquake happened and the bed shook a little bit and I was like, oh my God, the exorcist. Um, and I was <laughs> You're like, oh my God, thing. I didn't put a quarter in here. What's happening? I mean, and that was the worst thing for us. So I, I cannot imagine what would have been going through your head in the middle of a hurricane that you'd not experienced before as well. 
Well, and the thing is, is that by the time I evacuated, I had a really good friend of mine that had moved here from Washington State, which is where I'm originally from. And so she, she got up, experienced the same thing. And so grabbed my dog, got in her car. I, I was dialing for dollars. Like I was calling friends like, can I come to your house? Can I come to your house? And they're like, Julie, you're not going to be able to get here if you're flooded. That means the road to my house is flooded and it's not safe. I found one person that they were like, yeah, come on. So we got in her car, left, and we were at her house. And as we're driving there, the winds were probably about 75, almost 80 miles an hour. There's trees coming down. You can't even hardly see because of the amount of rain. And I'm terrified. And we get over to our friend's house and I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, my car. So we went back out in the hurricane and came and got my car. And by the time we got, so when we left, when I woke up, it was about 1230. By the time we left the house, it was probably about one o'clock in the morning. And there was already eight inches of water in the house. And then by the time we got back, there was over a foot, but I was able to get my car. But we were just walking through this and the, the lightning is flashing. The wind is just howling and you're just soaked. I mean, there's just no way to describe it. But I was able to get my car and that was Tuesday night. That Friday, I had tickets to go surprise my mom for her 80th birthday. I had to borrow a pair of flip-flops because I didn't even have a pair of shoes. Wow. And fun fact, hurricane insurance does not cover flood. And that's what they said. So when I lost everything, I, I mean, I lost everything. I watched people take, my, take all of my stuff and put it out in front of my house. And then the sad part was people would drive by and take your stuff. Wait, so... If you, because of where you live, if you was to get, because you would have to get uh, hurricane insurance, wouldn't you? Because obviously hurricanes are quite prominent, obviously, where, where you are in, in America. And so you get hurricane insurance, but it doesn't cover for flooding. No. That no. seems really bizarre for me because you don't get one without the other, surely. Like if it's hurricane and you're getting, you're getting the rain. Well, and there's areas like I'm not in a flood zone. Um, it just happened. We got 34 inches of rain in like a 24 hour period. So there was just no place for the water to go. And I didn't know because I'd never lived here before that they consider hurricane insurance. Now, here's the caveat. If my roof would have blown off and everything would have gotten wet, they would have covered it. But when it uh, comes from the ground up, it's considered flood. When it's come from the top down, it's considered a hurricane. Whatever it is probably, and people hear me tell that story. And, and when I used to tell it, I would cry because it was just, it was probably besides some of the things that happened when I was younger and in the midst of my disease, it was probably one of the, this brought me to my knees. If nothing else brought me to my knees, that brought me to my knees. It also filled me with an overwhelming sense of gratitude Mm -hmm. because it set me on the path that I'm on now. What was the feeling like when, because you mentioned before that people would obviously put all your stuff on the on the front and people would drive by and they would just pick up some stuff. What was that feeling like to, to see that happening? Um, I was devastated because I bought all new furniture before I moved here and I'd been here for two years when the hurricane happened. So... It was devastating and I was pissed. I was so pissed. And I asked the restoration team that was in my house. I'm like, well, if they're going to salvage it, why can't I? 
like I can dry it. Like, can I dry my couch or, you know, my clothes or, you know, cause I didn't even have clothes. I had like underwear and shorts and a couple of t-shirts. That's all I got out of my house. So I'm like, can I, can I do that? And the guy told me, he's like, you don't want anything that this water is touched because it's full of sewage and salt water and brackish water and just, just gross. You don't want anything that this water is touched. Wow. And so I was like, but these people are, these, they're taking my stuff. And I chose to look at it as if my things help somebody else, then maybe they need it more than I do. Yeah. It took me a while to get there. It was not like that. When they came up and they took away some of my stuff, I was like, oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't just come and take <laughs> my stuff. And then I, I really had to think about it that maybe somebody needed it more than I did. Maybe there's there's a divine reason that this happened to me. Didn't come to me in that moment. I'll tell you that much. I was I was salty. Mm-hmm. I was real salty. I don't blame you. I'd be absolutely livid. I'd be like <laughs> running after him. <laughs> come back. I thought about, it. I thought about it. I'm like, bring that shit back. That's mine. <laughs> Like, but do I really want to sit on a couch that's been sitting in like sewage water, salt yeah. water? No, no, not really. So, so, so after, so after that, I mean, you could have, you could have really looked at this, and you probably do now. It's like a kind of cleansing, if you will. It's out, out with the old, in with the new. And so, where does your story go from there? So after that happened, while the hurricane was going on, I had entered this contest on Facebook. Uh, if anybody's friends with me on Facebook, I love to go live on my Facebook page. And so I entered this contest to be able to develop a brand and to start, you know, create a business and all of the research and all of the jobs that I was applying for as an educator, nobody was hiring because of COVID. So I knew I had to do something different. I started checking those spiritual voicemails and it was like, okay, it's time to do something different. So I entered this contest and I won. Wow. Yeah. So it was all about developing your brand. And so the the person that I won, I don't have contact with anymore. There were some things that happened that did, weren't congruent with my values. However, I knew that the universe brought me to her to bring me through to the other people that are definitely in my value system. Because that person kept trying to tell me to, oh, you should have the Lotus as your brand. And oh, you should be. I was finally, I was like, listen. Does this bitch look like she likes the mud? No, I don't like mud. If you love the Lotus, then that's awesome. If that signifies your growth and how you've developed, that's amazing. I kind of have a little bit of a fiery personality. It's a little bit. And so. <laughs> just, a, just a smidge. Just a smidge. And so I was sitting there one day and, and all of a sudden I just, I was scrolling through Facebook. Surprise, surprise. I saw a picture of a phoenix. And I remembered that Harry Potter where the Phoenix came and the tears of a Phoenix heal. And I thought, well, I've cried enough tears. And if what I do can impact and empower one person, then maybe this is the direction that I've been asked to go for like the last 10 years, but I never went. Like I, I felt the pull, I felt the call. And I just, I was too terrified to give up my job for something that wasn't known. I, I, I like the security of it, but it wasn't what was in the cards for me. And I think we, we I think we all kind of fall into that. I was, I, I was about to say trap. I don't think it is a trap, but we all kind of fall into that mindset of 
that we don't want to leave our jobs because we we need something that in our heads this is secure like this is my actual income and then and then i mean other people will do like little side projects and things like that but they don't want to kind of dive fully into that because they're really worried and obviously with this whole work thing above there you know you, we all need to work we all need the money etc 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 i suppose it i suppose what i'm saying is is that you were quite fortunate to be put into a position where you were like i'm gonna i, I can now dive straight in and i'm just wondering what advice would you give to somebody who maybe kind of in inverted commas stuck in their job and would kind of want to dive into something that they really want to do so i love that question because that's what i do like my <laughs> my whole thing is that's what i do it's terrifying it is it is literally terrifying thinking that you are going to make this leap there is a reason why there are so many memes out there and there are so many people that tell you to just take the first step you don't have to worry about it, the rest of the staircase you have to take the first step we get in this mindset and that's exactly what it is it's, it's this mindset where we go to a job we don't like to make money to buy things to impress people that we don't care about and to chase this quote unquote dream that doesn't fulfill you, it doesn't light your soul up. And we forget that when we were kids, think about what you loved doing when you were a kid. That's, that's your inner divinity. That is your inner being saying, listen, there's so much out here for you. You have to trust. And the biggest thing is that we don't trust ourselves. Like we will trust somebody on the TV telling us we need to take this medication because I got this bump here or, you know, I got this little thing here, but please let me take all the medication in the world. But we won't trust ourselves and that innate intuition to take a step. Like you don't have to jump off the cliff, but you have to actually go to the cliff. You actually have to go look. And yes, it is scary. Every day I wake up and I think, the hell am I doing? There are days that I wake up and go, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna go get a job now. I'll be back <laughs> when I got some money or whatever it is. And then I have to remember that I go back to the people that I've helped, the women that I've worked with and realize that this is what lights me up. This is what sets my soul on fire. This is why I'm on this show is because this is what lights me up. And if it lights you up, follow it. Just follow it. You don't have to know where it's going. I'm not saying run out and quit your job tomorrow. Don't do that, but follow it in whatever capacity you can make the baby steps, the baby steps, stir up the magic. It takes you on that path. Cause if you just stay stuck, what's going to happen in 2022 on July 14th in 2022, you're going to look back and go, well, shit, nothing changed. Well, duh, start wiggling your toes. If you can't even take a step, wiggle your toes, see how it feels but just start moving in any capacity that you can. One of the things that I compare it to as well is it's like you got, you've gone ice skating and you, you put on your blades and you're thinking, Oh, right, okay. I'm, I'm getting, getting close to the ice now. And it's that, that fear of stepping on the ice for the very first time when you've got your blades, because you're worried that obviously you're going to slip, you're going to hurt yourself or whatever. Nobody really just goes, right, I'm going to jump out onto the ice and off I go. Like it's always the case of, oh, I'm, I'm really, really worried. And they, they take that first step and it's a little bit wobbly. But then once you get going, then you can just glide and you're off. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. And it's exactly the same. And obviously, we're going to use your analogy about lighting up because obviously the phoenix, and we're talking about the, the fire and all of that lot. So you've got to find that, you've got to take them baby steps, as you say. That's that's the, the, the best way, really, I think. Yeah, you've got to take those, those baby steps and just let it light you up and just keep feeding that flame as well because the flames don't, Flames don't burn on their own. You've got to, no. you've got to feed them. Yeah, you've got to give it fuel. And I, I had a, I had a client that came to me, and I told her, I said, "Listen, here's the deal. If you have a spark, you only have to find one other person with a spark. Because when you take one spark and one spark and you put it together, you get a flame. When you put more flames together, you become, you get a fire. And then when you put enough fire together, you get an inferno. And what happens with the inferno? If it's an inferno in your life." That's why I love the Phoenix. It doesn't burn you. It burns away everything that is not there to serve you. It burns away the things that you need to let go of to be able to take that full step. So allow it to burn. It's going to be uncomfortable. If you look at any hero's journey from Disney to whatever, they go through the fire. You have to go through the fire to be able to burn off everything that no longer serves you. Yeah, and you're right with the whole like we're taught stuff like this from a very young age with films like Disney, where, you know, you've got to, where they, they, you know, the, 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 the protagonist doesn't, it's not just easy going for them. They don't just go, right. There's the, uh, there's the princess or whoever. And then suddenly they become queen and then that's it. And story end. No, there's, there's a whole journey. There's a whole like meaty part where they got to go through some shit to get through to the other side. And it's interesting because what happens is you go through like a mini fire and you get through it and you're like, oh, that wasn't bad. Oh, this is easy. And then the fire comes and then you're like, oh, hold up. Oh, I thought I didn't. That, that was the fire back there. Right. That was you said I was gonna look, that, that was it. Right. Au contraire, mon frere. And here's the thing. You'll get up in the fire and you'll get your feeties in there and you'll be like, oh, shit, that's hot. That's hot. And so you run back to comfort. And then it gets uncomfortable. So then you get a little bit further into the fire and you're like, ooh, then come back out. There's a reason why Tony Robbins does a fire walk at the end of his events. It's to be able to show yourself that you can trust yourself. You don't need validation from everybody out here. It's trust yourself, trust the journey, trust that stuff that lights you up because that's where you need to follow. I love that. With regards to um, your journey, who is Julie Polston? So we've gone through who you were and we've gone through the path of your change, your evolution, if you will, into this phoenix. Who is Julie Polston now? Who, what, how has that changed who you are and what's next for you? <sighs> so I don't know if you can tell. I love what I do. I just... <laughs> I, I, I get so lit up by what I do. It's just my, my tagline is that I am a transformational life coach. I empower women to rise from the ashes of their lives, to reclaim their divine inner Phoenix and to remember who they were before the world told them who they should be. That's what I do because it's, it's one thing to teach from a place of knowing it's a whole new ball game when you walk through the fire. And don't get me wrong, I am smack dab in the middle of the fire. There's too much fire on this side of me to go back and I can see through the other side. And so you just, you push through. And so now 
that's what I do is I work with women to rediscover who they were before the world told them who they should be and to be able to feel safe and secure in who they are, what they want to do, and to be okay with taking care of themselves because as little girls and sometimes as little boys, I don't, gender doesn't matter because it happens with boys too. The first toy you get is usually a doll of some sort. And so your parents unbeknownst, and and if you're a parent and you're watching this or listening to this, no judgment because you can't do any different than you already know. We give our child a doll and we say, okay, take care of the baby. And so in our two little two-year-old mind, we're like, okay, take care of the baby, take care of the baby. And so already we're taking care of something that's outside of ourselves. And so as we grow up, if we're in a dysfunctional household, then we're taking care of siblings. We're sometimes taking parents who are victims of substance abuse or drug abuse or domestic violence. So you're taking care of everything that is out in front of you. But we never teach people how to take care of who you are inside. And self-care is not necessarily manicures and massages. Self-care is sometimes, I call it a Bridget Jones diary day where you have a pint of ice cream and you sit in bed and you cry and you snot and you drool and you you feel that pity party. And then the next day you get up and, and you look back, say, okay, what is this here to teach me? And then you move forward. So that's what I do now is that I, in the most compassionate, loving, gentle way, I kick your ass. But essentially what you've just said then as well, and this is quite different to other coaches that I've spoken to, is that you have to acknowledge those bad days and you have to go through that bad day. There's many people out there, for example, like I've spoken, as I say, I've spoken to a few other coaches who would not kind of deny that, but would kind of tell you, oh, but you don't need to think of things in like a negative way. You don't need to be in that mindset. And they kind of, force this positivity onto you where in actual fact what you're saying is you've got if you're if that's how you're feeling feel it live in that moment for that day however long it is for an hour two hours six hours all day however it is but then the next day look back and think right how do i learn from this now and that's what you're saying isn't it exactly and so many times we'll have a bad moment and then we milk it and make it a bad day So I always ask people, so did you really have a bad day or did you have a bad moment that you focused on? And then whether you believe in the law of attraction or not, it's a finite thing. You focus on it. You're going to bring more things into your experience that's going to support that. So if was it a really a bad day or maybe it was a bad moment you melt for a really long time? (laughs) And trust me, I've done it. I still do it. I'm like, oh my God, I had such a bad day. And then I do reflective journaling at night and I have to go, was it really a bad day? Or were you just milking that moment that happened to you because you didn't get your way? And then that's that's the radical honesty of coming into it. And there's a lot of coaches out there. Um, and a lot of them are like, yeah, well, you know, and it's all motivation. We all have shit days. I don't care if you make $100,000 in a day, you're going to have a shit day. It's very hard to relate to somebody who's making $100,000 a day or $10,000 a day or even $5,000 a month. If if you're on some sort of assistance, you're looking at this person going, yeah, whatever, it's easy for you. And they're looking back going, oh, well, you just have to focus on the positive. Bullshit. (laughs) You have to have that radical honesty of what is my 
what is my part in this? What did I do? And when things happen in your life, they didn't, and, and this is kind of this, I piss a lot of people off when I say this, it didn't happen to you. Nothing happens to you because once you get past it and you can get out of whether it's the grief or the anger or the sadness or even the joy and the gratitude, once you get out of it, you can look back and see what it happened for you. So even at the end of the day, if you had something that happened and it was just a really hard thing that you went through, look, try to look at it as what is this doing for me? What is the lesson here that I can learn so that this doesn't show up in my existence again, because I'm not listening that whole, Hey, universe is calling, quit putting it in a spiritual voicemail because what's going to happen. Those calls about your extended car warranty are going to get louder. They're going to get more and more and more until you pay attention. It's like a parent, like your mom's like, Marcus, and you're like, nee, 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 nee. Marcus, nee, nee, nee. finally <laughs> she's like screaming at you. You're like, oh, what, what, what? It's the same. It's the same press. It's the same principle. Yeah, definitely. Um, own, basically, own your shit. Yeah. <laughs> own it. Okay. Live, live it. And you know what? If you feel some type of way, you're valid. You can feel that type of you've got to, you can you can feel that type of way, but you can't dwell on that and you've got to get through it. Every single moment in our lives is subjective, and it's how we look at that moment, how how we let that moment affect us, essentially. Exactly. Uh, exactly. you can you can either do what you say, like you know, milk it and go, you know what, this this little bad moment is going to ruin my day. Or you can think. How do I make the best out of this situation? How do I learn from this? How do I make sure that this doesn't happen to me again? And you and you improve on that. So, and you're right. And, and that's that's my kind of mindset. It's, it's always, if I go through something that's really, really bad, how do I make the best out of this bad situation? How do I learn from this? And also, how am I going to react to this? And I'm always questioning how I react. And you know, I'm I'm a firm believer as well of, uh, of acting out in emotion. And I do what I can do to not act out in emotion. Say, for example, somebody really, really pisses me off. Um, I won't kind of jump down their throat straight away. I'll take a few moments because I know that anything that I say will be spoken from emotion and it'll be, and it'll have that emotion kind of attached to it. And then I try and think about it logically. Uh, so I take a few moments, go for a walk, take a few breathing exercises or whatever. But once I've sorted it out in my head and I think about it logically, then I think right now I can handle the situation. And so that'll be like what my advice would be. And what I kind of want to bring back to um, if how, and I know that this is a very, very broad question. This will have a very lengthy process to it. But in a nutshell, if you can, how does somebody reclaim their flame? Here, you're right. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> got another about two days. No, it, it actually is really about getting quiet. Get quiet. Your soul knows the answer. Our logical mind gives us all of the reasons why it shouldn't happen because back in our reptilian brain, it's, it's designed to keep us safe. It's designed to, is, you know, keep us safe. Don't venture out. Don't, don't do anything to hurt. So really about get quiet and ask yourself, what lights me up? When's the last time as adult that you played? When's the last time you went out when it's raining, as long as it's not thunder and lightning, but when's the last time that you, you splashed in a mud puddle? When's the last time you picked a dandelion and looked at it and 
and blew it to just to, just to watch what happened or you looked at the colors of a butterfly or those are the things if you can reconnect in that moment and ask yourself if i could give myself anything in this moment what would it be and if your mind says a chocolate chip cookie eat the damn cookie <laughs> trust the answer that you get and that will start that whole thing when i was talking earlier it will start the trusting process like you hear the answer don't question it do it if you go out of your driveway and you think hmm, i should turn left turn left because then it becomes a journey and you just follow it and and Gus will give you little pebbles and sparkly things to keep you going on your journey. And it just becomes absolutely magical. Yeah. There's going to be shit days, but the good days outweigh the bad. I absolutely love that. The, the fact that like decisions that we make, things like that. I, I really like what you've just said there. It's one of the things that I talk about quite often where we all know the answer. We all know what we should be doing. Like we, what we do is that we have the answer. We have our subconscious that is like, this is the way that we want to go today. Or this is how I want to react to this. Or this is what I want to say. But what we tend to do is that we tend to add emotion onto every single thing. The more that it stays there, we add on all of these other complications. So, oh, but what about if this happens? Or what about if that happens? Or what about if somebody thinks of this? Or what about if somebody looks at me like that? And what we tend to do is that the, the longer that this decision is stayed here, we then add all of these emotions and attach them onto them. So then it, it, it becomes really complicated. And we're suddenly we're like, well, now I don't want to do it because now it's just too complicated. Yeah. And what we're saying is, if you have that thought, just do it. Simple. Just do it. If you think, yeah, just if you, if, as you said, I mean, I, what I really like is uh, your first statement, which was, if you want to go and eat that cookie, you eat that cookie, because that's what I'm going to go and do. I'm going to get up after this. I'm going to have a cookie, because you told me to. <laughs> <laughs> but essentially, if, bottom line is, if you feel like you should do something, trust your instinct and do it. And that's how you reclaim your flame. Yep. Amazing. Is there anything that we haven't talked about that you would like the opportunity to discuss now? You know, I, I've had so much fun with this. This is this has been even bigger than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I think I think that the the only thing is that in that trust that that's that spark. That's all you need is that spark. Trust that spark. And who cares? It's so easy to say who cares what somebody thinks about you. We are programmed as pack animals to want acceptance we that's why we survive is we want acceptance we want companionship we want love we want that however if you're standing in your full weirdo light you're going to attract the people that are going to support you and love you in the best way if someone tells you oh you shouldn't do that they're saying it because if like if you literally hold your hand up in front of your face that's how people see things is through the filters of their own experiences, their challenges, their own demons, all that. So when they give you advice, they're coming through their own filters. So they cannot, oh yes, Carolyn, go have an, I don't know what an ice cream lolly is, but it sounds so good. I need to uh, come to England so I can have one. Is that like an <laughs> yeah, ice cream lolly? Yeah, 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 essentially, yeah. Uh, uh, we, we, we have like an ice lolly, so it'll be like, um, like fruity ice or whatever in like in ice and you'll on a lolly stick and you'll have that um or there's the ice cream cones as well i'm on my way <laughs> you guys are coming out of lockdown you're free i'm on my way we will we will dance we will we will eat ice cream lollies it was yeah we will have some fun so caroline's having a magnum uh, do you know what a magnum is <laughs> i'm gonna it, it's an ice cream like it's got caramel and chocolate and all that so yeah, so it's on a lolly stick, 
Yeah. Uh, and it's got ice cream and then it's yeah. covered in chocolate um, on the lolly stick. Yes, that's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> well, that's what Carolyn's having. Uh, she she told herself that she wants the lolly stick, uh, the, the magnum, and then she's going to go and get a magnum. And Linda's like, it's not a gun. I'm like, I, just... <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> well, this one sounds real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because you know a magnum. Okay, okay, yeah, I would see yeah, where yeah, that yeah. would come from. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you so much for for your kind words, for being so open with us. Really educational as well. Like this is why I really liked you. I, I really wanted you to come onto the show because we have a very, very similar mindset. We have. Uh, our beliefs, our values, they they align. And that's why I thought 100% this was somebody that I needed on this show because it was we were able to converse through it. We were able to go, this is what you think. And actually, I think this. And what I wanted to add on to that was this. And that's why I really wanted you on the show. And I just wanted to say a massive thank you for coming on the show. Uh, I, and you know what? If, if I didn't absolutely adore you and I was telling everybody about you, if I didn't absolutely adore you, what you said in the beginning just hit my heart because my children are biracial. So they're, they're black. And you, what you said about racism, it doesn't matter what you do. So what if you won an award? Who are you at your core? See people for who they are. Because when I see you, I see me. And when I see anybody else, there is no room anywhere for people to hurt people just because they look different than you. Yeah, you don't need to be a superhero to avoid racism. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you should still have the same respect as every other white person on this planet. Yeah. Uh, just be, because you are a human being at the end of the day. We are humans. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That just made me, I was like, okay, so I loved him before, but now he's just now my new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, what are your final thoughts for today's episode? If I could tell, like, people one thing. I'll get in the camera. Just kidding. <laughs> Here's the deal. You're enough. You were born exactly enough in all of your glory. It doesn't matter whether you have, diff if you're differently abled, it doesn't matter about anything. You are enough exactly in your meat sack that you're sitting in. You're a galaxy full of stars sitting, having a human experience. And so remember that when the world tells you that you should be something else, remember who you are. You were born a divine being that has the potential to create a life that you can't even explain in words. And you're worthy of every single thing that you could possibly want to dream. God didn't give you those dreams for you to think that you're not worthy of having them. He gave you those dreams because he knew you were the one person to bring them to fruition. Absolutely love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. And that is a nice little segue into your quote. So at the end of every show, I give my guests the opportunity to give a quote. And it can be something that they stand by, live by. It could be something that they just made up, that they just think, you know what, I stand by this quote. This is mine. Or it might be something that they've just heard that they think that really resonates with me. And that's what I want to put out to the world. And I'm just wondering if you've got a quote for us today. I do. It is, it's one of those things, like I just heard it. And in the moment I was like, it embodies everything. To me, it's be who you are. The people that need you are looking for your authentic you. And I know that's a catchphrase right now, be authentic, but truly stand in your all your glorious weirdness. If, if you're a quiet person, be quiet. When 
when you just you just stand in who you are and love who you are. So yeah, that the quote it just it resonated. You know, when you're brave enough to live in your truth, quirks, insecurities, fears, and all, you carve out the path for others to do the same because. Like I said, being pack animals, we don't want to be the first off the cliff. The lemmings, when they go off the cliff, nobody wants to be that first fucking lemming. They're like, nope, George, you go and see how it is. It's, I'm going to stay back here. But when you live in your truth and you're authentic in who you are, you give permission to other people to be the same, to be able to live in their truths and to be able to start that revolution of reclaiming who you are at your core. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. And um, you are now free to say your goodbyes. Well, I absolutely adore you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And if anybody wants to find me, my name's on there. They can. Oh, find that's that's something that I've completely missed, by the way. Um, before you go, before you can say your goodbyes, uh, where can... <laughs> where can people find you if they wanted to get in touch? We were having so much fun. We're like, oh, she's we were, and funny. I was like, I was like, no, nobody wants to speak to her now. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so no i'm just kidding no if people <laughs> i love it linda's like <laughs> she'll so, tell me off now eh? <laughs> right you look out here comes the private messages yeah. so if people if people want to find me facebook is like I, i'm 54 years old and instagram is great but i don't quite understand the mechanics of it i'm on instagram but i'm on facebook my name is Julie Paulston. It's on the thing. If you're listening, it's spelled P-A-U-L-S-T-O-N. I'm on Instagram um, at G-R, the number eight, F-U-L, the number four, life. Grateful for life. Uh, and I'm also there at Divine Phoenix Rising. Um, I have a website, but we're still building it, so you don't want to go see that. So, But yeah, Facebook is the quickest way to find me. Brilliant. And what we'll do is it will post those links out for people to see uh, and to get in touch should they want to. Uh, and now, and now you are now free to say goodbyes. <laughs> well, I will just say this, Marcus, what you're doing is going to create so many sparks. It is going to change the world because of who you are and you are standing in your truth. And if you could see the light that shines from your eyes, you'd never doubt yourself again. <laughs> Thanks, I needed that today. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> well, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. As I said from the get-go, I absolutely loved your energy and the fact that we shared so many of the diff uh, same values and things like that. I needed you on the show, and I just wanted to say a massive thank you uh, for coming on. All right. Cool. Well, I'm sure this isn't the end. I'm sure we'll speak to each other soon at some point. Absolutely. Uh, you have an open invite to come back whenever you want to. <laughs> So we'll we'll stay in touch, I'm sure. Thank you. Cool. Right. Well, I'll see you soon. Absolutely. Bye-bye. See you. Wow. I told you it was going to be a good episode. I absolutely loved it. Thank you so much to absolutely everybody. The comments are going as well, saying um, Carolyn as well, saying cheers, Julie. We've got other people commenting as well. Thank you so much, guys, for your comments, for your interactions, for being part of this journey and for listening so intently to Julie and myself talk about this. Make sure that you keep your flame going. And if you need a bit of help, then just reach out and somebody will help you find your flame. As Julie quite rightly said, all it takes is two sparks and you can make a fire. So if you feel like you are losing your flame, make sure that you grab somebody because they'll 
they might be just what you need to kind of reignite you again. <sighs> I loved it. I got a little bit of a chill that I'm not going to lie because, you know, I'm so, I'm so poetic. <laughs> oh, amazing. No, thank you. Thank you. I, I do appreciate it. I, I appreciate you coming on the show, uh, coming on this show and being who you are. Thank you every week for being so supportive. Next week, I will be with... I am good, I'm looking forward to this, to be fair. This is... Fung Tran. Fung Tran will be on the show and she'll be talking about that there's no shortcuts to success, talking about diets, uh, diet pills, and also the toxicity that lies in social media where we look through people on social media and we kind of idolize them. It's who we want to be. But however, we don't see the fact that they are filters, that they are filtered. They have all of these filters on them. And also, not everything is what it seems when it comes to specifically diet pills, diet plans. Uh, buy this one pill and this will do all of these wonders for you. No, there are no shortcuts to success. And you have to keep going the way that you're supposed to by eating healthily and moving more and all of that. Law. And Fung Tram will be on the show to talk about that. And I can't wait for that. It's going to be a good one. My name is Marcus Wright. You can find me on all social medias using that name and also by heading over to the Spillit website at www.spillit.uk where you'll be able to find all the links to my social media channels. You'll be able to send me direct emails and also you'll be able to catch up on all of the latest episodes of Spillit, including the links to the podcast. When I'm not doing this, I have my own radio show called A Little Bit of Marcus. And you'll be able to tune into that by heading over to Beat 103 every single Saturday at 3 p.m. until 4 p.m. Look, I have my own little logo. It's called A Little Bit of Marcus. It's amazing. <laughs> you'll be able to support me as well by heading over to the Spillit website and you'll be able to buy merch. As I say, there is merch available. I've got spill it beanies but also you can now get these a little bit of marcus merch and um, it's not a little bit of marcus that you would receive you will still receive the whole logo and all that lot but it'll say a little bit of merch because it's merch i'm a little bit of marcus you're a little bit of merch <laughs> so that all of that is available all you have to do is head over to the spillet website you'll be able to buy merch to help support me you can also join the official patreon by heading over to the spillet website as well where you can donate just two pounds per month and you'll be able to get bonus episodes you'll be able to have well get in touch with all of my guests and you'll also be able to receive discounts off any merch that you buy and also you'll be able to get exclusive merch that's only available for patreons as well so another way that you can support me is by inviting people into the spillet community so if you're watching this via facebook live then all you have to do is invite people to the facebook page if you do that it means that the community grows if you're watching this via youtube or twitch you can share the channel and people will be able to join the community and if you're listening to this via podcast share it out to your friends and family we talk about different things every single week inspirational people sharing inspirational stories to connect people together, inspire and learn. And the last way that you can support me as well is by leaving a review. If you're watching this via Facebook Live, head over to the Facebook page and just leave me a cheeky little review. And if you're listening to this via Apple Podcasts, leave me a review on there as well. Five stars is always great. If you leave me five stars, you know, I'm not going to grumble, obviously. Um, if you didn't like the show, don't leave me a review. <laughs> it's as simple as that, really. But if you did enjoy this show, leave me a review. I absolutely love I absolutely love reading your reviews. It's amazing. Thank you, everybody. Wow. And that was today's episode. 
once again, thank you so much for being part of it, for being who you are. And remember, if you find that your fire is going out, find somebody to help ignite it. Thank you so much, guys, and I'll see you next time. Until we spill it again, it's bye for now. Yeah.